Episode 35, Season 2 of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast. Joining me this week, Greg Taylor from Brazil. Boa noite to the mundo. And Aaron Wolf from Boston. Ahoy! Right, um, where do we begin? Um, it seems fitting to say congratulations to Leicester City, and it's quite painful for me to say that. Um, but they've, they've won the league, so fair play to them. Um, they've accumulated the most points with, with two games in hand, so um, hats off to them. Um, that's all I'm going to say. we didn't give it to them. Sorry? That's the important thing. We didn't give it to them. That's the important thing. Yeah, yeah. Although we, we did drop a few points um, over the last few weeks, so that, that's... I'm talking about tonight. We yeah. didn't we didn't roll over, we well we literally went in fighting, didn't we? <laughs> and and I don't think Leicester City faced a team that played that hard against them. I mean Chelsea no. you know, fuck them in so many ways and but they, they tried to kill us. They absolutely tried to kill us and they got two goals back. And if that's the way we lose the title, like I'm okay with that. You know? Okay, so I, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna it's easy for us to sort of dissect the whole season and and so forth, but, but you know, there's still two matches to, to play. But just just taking tonight's match and also to lesser degree last week. And, and by the way, I should, I should just apologise to listeners. So last week um, we recorded about ten minutes worth of a podcast, and then due to technical um, issues. Uh, at my end because my internet service provider are shit Um, thank you Virgin Media Um, we had to abort the podcast so that pod didn't go ahead but I'm sure you managed fine without us so apologies um, Greg you you were involved with that podcast and also Sam Moore who was making his debut um, and gave his time unfortunately um, that that didn't happen but anyway um, look we we dropped some points last week and that obviously we're always on the back foot somewhat um, and and we put more pressure on ourselves, but that's fine. Tonight, tonight I was frustrated because whilst you know we showed fight and we showed a character and we're two nil up, um, you know if you're one nil up and you let a team come back into it, that's one thing. But with a two two goal cushion, you should be in a strong position to finish off the game. And I think second half we just. They got under our skin. They had a game plan, and their players are dirty, and Costas a dirty cunt, and Fabregas as well, and and Terry and all of them, and, and, we, and we know that, and we know we knew that it was going to be tough, and we knew that they were going to get under our skin, and 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 they did that, and unfortunately our players, I think, lost the bottle. L- l- sorry, lost 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 the plot somewhat in the second half. 
And lost that, control. Yeah, lost control. And, and that was that. That was the frustrating thing for me. Yeah, I, I I saw it differently, honestly. I mean the 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 first their first goal, Chelsea's first goal that that was that was unfortunate. The second goal. That was a, a a fantastic goal. It's horrible. It's horrible to watch that goal go in, but that was well taken and 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 he Hazard wanted to prove his point that we don't we don't get to we don't get to compete in this. And if and if and if we want to win the league, if we want to play, if we want to be the best team in the league and the best team in Europe, then we have to be able to beat teams that are treating us like the best team in the league. Mm. And that are coming at us with throwing everything, throwing every ounce of their of their commitment at the game, and that's what happened to us in the second half. And look, it I, I think I think it's easy to I think it's easy to to look at 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 at, uh, at the game and say, okay, we we threw away a two goal lead. The other way of looking at it, though, is that Chelsea did everything they could. Every, they threw everything at it, everything in the second half to try to, to take something away from us. And I don't think we let them as much as they took it. And we have we have still a lot to, to grow and a lot to learn and a lot of fire on, in our bellies for next season. And I think that the players' frustrations and the players taking it out on, 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 those, on those Chelsea players that were talking trash about us for weeks now i think it's understandable and i and i'm honestly uh i'm proud i'm proud of our boys i'm proud i don't think we got dragged down i think we showed them that you don't get to fuck with us that way you don't get to talk trash about us and if you're gonna beat us you're gonna beat us but no one got sent off no one no one um gave away a goal from 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 making a, a, a rash choice it was they 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 fought they fought really hard and and Chelsea beat us and that's I think that's that's the, what how I saw it. The, the, that the only thing I've I say to that and, and and it's that's that's fine and and we've got a young young squad young team and and, and they're gonna come back stronger and they're gonna learn from the experience and um, and so forth. But and you know whilst Hazard's goal was well taken goal. I thought we could have done better on the first goal, and I think that sure. we were very lucky not to have players sent off. We, you know, all season we've had a really good dis- disciplinary record, but we were very l- lucky not to. Um, and I think Dembele probably will get a retrospective ban. Um, I think that the point at which we were two 0 up, we should have we should have gone for another one. I was I was surprised that he took Son off and bought Mason. Um, and and even when they equalised, um, we at that point there was still I don't know ten minutes of the game left. I can't I can't, I can't recall. I've lost all track of time. Um, and we we ended up allowing them to frustrate us, um, which 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 is what they were going to do. And but you know, as you say, if we want to prove that we're the very best. And we're not the very best. Goal difference and goal scored and goals conceded might suggest that we're a very good team, but we haven't finished top. Um, if we want to prove that we're the very best, as you said, Aaron, we, we need to we need to face challenges like this and and beat teams that come and frustrate. And maybe we're just not there yet. You know, 
at the moment we've got a, still got a very young team and it's still very early in the um, in the development cycle in terms of what 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 our objectives were. Objectives at the start of the season were to finish the top four. We we've achieved that. We've in fact exceeded those achievements. Um, but top three. Sorry, Greg. I think we finished top three, haven't we? At this uh, point. I haven't done the maths, but that's probably right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think. Look, I think for for some of us at the beginning of the season, the objectives were to finish fifth, um, and we've we've certainly exceeded expectations. But I just, you know, they they were singing for Leicester City, at yeah, it was sickening. Chelsea. It was sickening, and but that type, I mean, that type of momentum, that type of the a league-wide willing us to lose how could it not get under our players skin how could they not want to hurt the other team how could they not want to say no we're here and 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 we deserve this as much as anyone else and i don't fault them i i think you're right i think you're right that we have a lot to learn and i think we're a young team and we will come back better and better and better but i i, I don't blame them every every single person in 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 the world that that's watching football right now was was rooting for us to lose, except for us, you know. Well, let, let's face it: the old Tottenham couldn't have done that. Yeah. What we did today. They wouldn't have fought like that. No. They wouldn't have. They wouldn't have wanted to, but they would have kind of rolled over. But our boys, they 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 were full of grit and determination. Balls of steel, plutonium, plutonium, whatever you want to call it. They were not going to let um, let Chelsea have it easily. Did you see Vorm afterwards? With his, no, with I was trying to see what that was all about. All I saw was Costa had his hand wrapped firmly around Vorm's throat as though he was going to kill him. Mm. And Vorm was just fighting and fighting and fighting. These, these, these players, I feel like they would die for this team, you know, at this point. They are. Uh, they are Tottenham till I die. They are. Yeah. This lot, they really are. Yeah. Even someone like a backup keeper who barely gets to play, you know. There's something going on at the club, and we should be proud of it. Yeah, there's certainly a, there's certainly a togetherness. Um... Anyway, my, my take on the game? <laughs> go on, Greg, sorry. Okay, right. Before you go off on, a, on another subject, um, I, I was very stressed in the second half. I was clock-watching from the 53rd minute. You know, I was willing the game to finish. I knew there was plenty of time left. Um, I mean, we 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 did really well. We, I mean, the the, the goals as well. I mean, I've always, you know, I've always said that Lamella can thread a pass, and what a pass he thread for that first yeah. goal! For, that was pure beauty. And Ericsson setting up uh, Son for the second game, for the second goal. We were absolutely fantastic on the goals. Um, I was, I was lost count of the yellow cards, though. Who didn't get a yellow card? Loris didn't get a yellow card. Toby didn't get one, did he? No. No, there was nine yellows for Tottenham. Nine yellows. Probably Ericsson didn't, I'm assuming. No, I think he got one. Did he? got one. Yeah, he got Kane, one. Kane didn't get one. Kane got one at Kane the end. Kane didn't get one, and he probably should have gotten got one. one. He got one at oh, the end. He, he got one at the end, yeah. Kane got one. Yeah. The whole team was full of this grit and spirit. And... It's, it's a you know I'm gutted that we that we drew, um, 
we're really putting out a message for next season. Don't fuck with us. Yeah. So, you know, Chelsea to fuck with us. You do not fuck with Tottenham Hotspur now. That's right. <sighs> On Friday, um, last week, Maurizio Pochettino indicated that he would be signing a new contract, a two-year extension. Um, and although he hasn't put pen to paper, if that's the case, then... Uh, or as and when that happens, that, that's obviously very good news. There's talk that Lloris will follow suit. Um, and there's certainly togetherness at, at, at the club. And I don't think that that we, we're at the moment even envisaging for one moment that anybody's going to leave this summer or could leave. Um, so we're in good shape um, for, for next season and, and hopefully the next few years ahead. Just on, um, I don't want to say much more on Leicester City other than... Um, uh, Vardy was named Football Writers Player of the Year, um, yeah. uh, which is uh, I have to question that decision somewhat. Um, that 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 journalists in this country um, who a few years ago were were very critical with Suarez, Luis Suarez, and and for his behaviour towards Patrice um, Evra, um, apparently think that racism's okay, and and they all obviously voted in numbers for. Um, for Vardy, yet if you if you look on social media and and so forth, um, none of them have actually admitted to voting for Vardy. Apparently, most of them voted for Kante. So um, I don't know how that happened. There's there's a lot of spineless journos out there. Um, on on our opponents today, um, ironic that at the end of the match or towards the end of the match, they were singing "You're fucking shit." Now their team uh-huh. is 22 points behind us, so I think they should. <laughs> Perhaps look at their own house before they start mocking, um, mocking, uh, you know, us. Um, Exactly. Any any team like Arsenal or Chelsea or any of them who start trying to give us grief about it, where the fuck were they during this season? We're the only ones who are making any effort to rein in Leicester. Yep. So they can all fuck off. I don't normally swear a lot. You know this, but this. <laughs> sorry, I am. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's completely farcical because, ha- let's say let's let's play this out. Had we won tonight, had we held on, is there any chance that Chelsea would have shown up and even fielded eleven players on the final day of the season? Absolutely no, right? There's no chance that this was they, this was a coronation for for. Uh, for Leicester, and for them to sing your fucking shit is absolutely hilarious. I mean, the the, the thing with thing is with, with a chant like that, okay. Even when Tottenham fans sing it, um, when you're singing it and you're one nil up or two nil up, it, it it doesn't mean anything, right? It's stupid, okay. Yeah. When you're thrashing a team, when it was like, for instance, West Ham, and, and we were winning four nil, and obviously they, they pulled one back later on, it was four one, and. Um, Spurs fans were doing the Hey Jude number, your sh- shit to the tune of Hey Jude. Um, that was fine, you know. So even even our own fans, there's a point at which I think it's acceptable to do that. For them to be singing that song, I mean, they're just they're just the joke of a club. Um, the only other thing I was going to say on on next season, and I know we've still got two matches left. Um, we're in good hands. We know that. I look at the teams around us, and I think that there are a lot of clubs that are going to be in transitional periods. And yes, they might have, they might go out and spend big, but they'll have to 
by a lot of players that are going to take time to settle in. We've got a squad and a togetherness, and and I and I think that we're going to be mounting a challenge again next season. Um, well, the, the thing is that these teams, even Leicester, they're probably going to lose a couple of players who they don't want to lose. Our guys, they want to stay. Ericsson, now that Poch has said that he's going to sign, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's going to sign. I don't doubt it for one minute. Ericsson has already said that he's wait, he was waiting to find out mm. the situation with Pochettino. Yeah, I think the, the, the Tongan will follow suit. He was another one which he hadn't signed a contract. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we, we've got two matches left. Just looking at looking to the next one, Southampton on Sunday. Um, if we win it, that should secure second place. Um, can we yeah. do, can we do it? Yeah, of course we can. Why shouldn't we? There's going to be a lot of broken hearts. Uh, tonight and tomorrow and I think it's a I think I think this is a real pot uh, test for Potch um, he has to motivate the guys after after tonight um, to, to show up next weekend and that's hard I think that'll be hard but I think we can do it I think it'll be tight mm. I think if it'll be the perfect tonic it's the final final home obviously we've got one game after that but it's the final home game and um the players will will um, will get a standing ovation and, and 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 do a lap of honour at the end of the match and and I and I don't doubt that that, that we we will win that match. Um, it might even be the case that we don't even need as many as three points to, to secure to secure second because um, City and Woolwich play each other, but um, that's neither here nor nor there. Hopefully, we'll go and win that match and secure second place. Um, before we dive into questions and whatnot, um, I was at the um, Spurs Ladies Capital Women's Cup final last Wednesday um, at Wingate at Finchley. Um, it was against Charlton Athletic, again a repeat of the Ryman's Cup final. Unfortunately, our ladies lost the match. Um, but um, they're involved in one more final, um, which is... Um, on Sunday, this Sunday coming um, at 2 o'clock. Um, it's taking place at Kidderminster and it's against Cardiff City and hopefully the Spurs, Spurs ladies can do us proud. Um, the other thing I should add is this Wednesday, myself and Bex will be going down to Hotspur Way uh, once again to interview Spurs ladies team manager Karen Hills and also um, goalkeeper and Ryman Cup final penalty saving hero Tony Ann Wayne. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll record that on Wednesday evening and the podcast will probably go out on Thursday Thursday morning. So it'll be a, an additional podcast for you to listen to during the week. Um, following Wednesday, myself and Nikki will be interviewing um, Martin Cloak and Cat. Law from the Tom Hotspur Supporters Trust, and we've had a few questions. If you've got more questions that you'd like us to raise with them, then please get them to us uh, by the end of this week. Um, the usual channels. Um, right, let's do some questions. Um, okay, so Nick Seal asks after. Last week's result and tonight's result, do you think the team have the mental strength to finish off the job and hold on to two points at last and at last finish above Woolwich? Well, we've sort of answered that, I think. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, 
unfortunately, we're not playing Arsenal as well. That wouldn't help if we had to play them, but we're playing uh, Southampton and Newcastle. Mm, so, well, yeah. Let's actually talk about this for a second, though. Uh, Southampton will be missing a few players, right? I mean, we'll be lis- missing Ali. We may be missing Dembele yeah. after the after the eye poke. Uh, I hope Dembele after the foot, after the stamp on the hand. You think so? On, say, well, I hope we don't lose him. But we could, yeah. But you never know. Uh, they're going to they're going to go over this game with a fine tooth comb, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that will. I don't think that affects our mental ability. But it, just to say that this is not—it's not a foreground conclu- conclusion. We have to—we have to show up next weekend. Yeah, but I think yeah. we will. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, we don't want Southampton like they were at the weekend against Manchester City. I think that we don't. I don't think we're City, and I, I was just just gonna say I don't. I, we're, we're not. We're not City, and we've got more more resolve. And, and we've always oh, this season we've always bounced back after dis- disappointing results. Um, yeah. And yeah, I don't see us. I don't see Southampton causing a, a problem problem long before today in these like run of results. I the, I wasn't. The, the 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 last two fixtures, Southampton home and Newcastle away, knowing full well that Newcastle might be fighting for their lives, I wasn't worried about those those two results. Sorry, those two matches. The Chelsea one was always going to be difficult. Funny enough, I had a sneaking feeling that WBA, because it's a Pulis team, might be tricky as well. Um, so I'm I'm not too worried about Southampton. And you're right, Aaron. It's not a foregone conclusion. We need to go out there and get the result, but. Um, I'm sure that we're capable of doing that. Right, Ralph Sharp asks, in your opinion, what signings do we need before next season to kick on from the brilliant um, season we've had? I think we had a similar question a few weeks ago, um, which I gave my two pennies worth and whoever else was on with me at the time did. So I'll just come to you guys. Um, Areas that we need strengthening in? Uh, for For me, there's three... Three areas that are that are absolutely essential. We need backup for Dyer, um, and we need backup for Kane, and we need backup for Coco. Um, and I think the one that's that goes un that goes kind of unseen is is Lamella because there's lots of players that kind of do what he does in terms of creating, but there's not players that put in the same kind of work rate and the same kind of tenacity that he that he has and. Um, we've seen it when he when he's not on in the side. It uh, we don't have the same kind of grit and determination. So we, we need we need obviously we need backup for Kane. Obviously we need backup um, in in you know holding midfielder. But but someone 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 to cover for Lamella in Europe is is going to be fundamental for us to go uh, go deep in those competitions. Greg, where well, you know what I'm going to say. It's not backup for Kane. It's competition for Kane. We don't want backup for him. We want competition. And everybody knows who I want. Anyway, I want Michi Batshuayi. <laughs> yeah. Who, if things, are, if we can believe what Squawker is saying, he actually wants to come to us as well. Mm. So that's a good thing. We need a, a yeah. We 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 need. I'll say backup, okay, for for Dyer. Backup stroke competition on that one. Um, 
maybe a centre back, but we maybe could promote from within for that. I don't know. I don't know. I think Fazio's day, days are numbered. Um, let, let me ask you both a question. Sorry. No, I was just agreeing with you. That, that that's the thing. Let me ask that you. Let me ask you both a question, which is this: um, we, We've qualified for the Champions League, and, and, and hopefully, um, uh, we will do so um, as runners-up um, in the league. Um, do you think that? Do you think that leave? Sorry, do you think that that Mauricio Pochettino will be attracting a better quality of player? But not, sorry, not better quality necessarily, but a, a an established player signing, or are we going to continue what we've been doing in recent years under Levy, which is buy players that are maybe young, raw talent, or, or or unheard of? I know there are exceptions to that rule, like like Toby Alderweireld. Um, you know, for example, and this is just purely as an example. Are we likely to to buy? Let's just say if he became available and forget money being an objective. Let's say if someone like Gareth Bale was available, would we sign him, or or are we more likely to continue what we've been doing so far and and buy a Deli Alley or, or or some other raw talent? No, I I I think that we will attract a, a better class of player. I don't. It's not a very nice way to put it. But a, a higher quality player, I'm, I'm pretty sure we can attract a higher quality player, and we'll because we're going to be in the Champions League, not the Europa League. I think that we probably need one or two of the higher quality players as well. Um, I think I mean it's it's great that we are the way we promote from within and we have these young players etc. But we need a bit of experience as well, and if there's somebody who's got experience of Champions League, that'll be even better. Yeah, I think I think I think there'll be a I think this summer there'll be a mix. There'll be some high class raw uh, talent, and then there'll be some quality experience that's brought in. That's what I would expect, at least. Would you? Would you? But I think what I, I, th- I think. Sorry, I think one thing that will be really different is that if you look at even the Chelsea side tonight, um, you had Cahill. Hazard and William that were all linked with us at various times mm-hmm. and all decided to not come to us. And I think that's the difference now. I think players that are linked with us, Mishi Batshuayi, if that's how you did I even get close to that, Greg? Did I say it right? Uh, Mishi Batshuayi. <laughs> Batshuayi. I think I added like three extra syllables. I think I think he was unlikely to come before this season. Um, and I think now, I think now he's more players of his caliber are much more likely to to look to what Poch is doing and 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 yeah. be interested. And we'll have the money for it as well. The competition will will be fierce, though. I mean, there there's going to be at least two or three teams that are that are coming in with um, new managers that are going to be looking to reshape their squad completely, and that will be tricky. But um, you look at a team like United, and they look like they have so many problems in so many different places. And Liverpool has to do a, has to do a lot. City has to do a lot. Arsenal have to do a lot. Chelsea has to do a lot. I mean, they're, and they're not they're not they they there's that's not an easy sell to a player who's looking to choose between Pochettino's success and and our team 
and these these problematic, uh, to say the least, clubs. I, I think for us, a lot of it will be selling the project as well. Mm-hmm. Rather than saying, oh, look, we've got this, this team who've, who've uh, in recent history, I won't say historically because Chelsea have only been like 15 years, but in recent history, who have been successful. But we, we can be, these new players can be part of something really good, something that's starting to happen now, something that's, that's only going to get better. You know, it's, the, other, the other teams, they buy their players. They buy, 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 buy. They, they buy their success. If it's not through having a, um, an Arab or a Russian coming with loads of money, it's just going out and cherry-picking lots of expensive players. Yeah. We'll be selling yeah. the project as well. Yeah, we're certainly a club that's going places, and, and that's, that's attractive to, to up-and-coming players. Um, would either of you sign Kante or, or Morris if they became available? Uh, Kante, maybe. Yeah. I mean, he that's the perfect co- cover or competition for, mm. for a player like the player, right? Uh, Mars that can't that seems to have not been able to complete the season really. He's sort of faded. Seems tired. But um, I don't know. I would take them both. By a because of what they bring in terms of quality, and B just to fuck off Leicester. Um, <laughs> we have a. I do have a question though. Do Do you guys know? Oh, I mean, one fundamental problem is that we talk about all the time is like Levy's being being willing to kind of splash out for the initial layout for the player. But we also have wage constraints, right? Do we still have the wage mm. structure yeah. at the club? That, that So that's another thing. I mean, these. I think part of it is that it's actually worked in our benefit in some circumstances. We've attracted players that are less interested in, in big wages and more interested in being involved in the project and, and kind of uh, growing as with, along with something. But that will... That's going to always be a problem for us in terms of retaining players and in terms of attracting new talent. It, um, that's the biggest problem with Bale, right? Even if we had saved all, every penny, yeah. we still couldn't pay his wages. It, it will be trickier. Unfortunately, I had a, a newspaper that I was looking at the other day, and it had the, the sort of the wage structure at Tottenham, um, and I can't remember now who was on what, but it, but it was a highest earner was under under a hundred thousand. Um, the one thing that I think will happen next season, obviously with the Champions League football and there's also a new TV deal hopefully we will be in a better position yep. to to um, at least offer the players that are playing for us at the moment better deals um, frankly some of the you know salary at somebody like for instance Cahill just to use an example on at Chelsea that the figures that they're getting are just absolutely obscene and frankly I, yeah. I don't want players like that they're, they're just knobheads I don't want players like that at Tottenham um, yes I want Levy to offer our players better deals just to retain them, but I don't want players that are after two hundred thousand a week or, or, or whatever, because frankly they, they lose the fight and their desire to to want to play football. Um, and and I want people that that have that bit of fight about them. Um, Jerome Jerome James asks if Spurs supporting with a religion, what would our ten commandments be? Okay, I've got this prepared if you want me to do mine first. Go for it. Because <laughs> well, you see, Aaron didn't really have much chance. I, I had, we had these questions from last week anyway. 
I say, so this is not in any particular order. Uh, number one, thou shalt not support any other team but Spurs, but may have an interest in another team's results. Because some of us do have like a second team. But we know that if the second team played the first team, play Spurs, we want Spurs to win. So that's number one. Number two, thou shalt not melt down. <laughs> number three, thou shalt not say any player is shit, because obviously they're not, but thou mayst say that they are underperforming. I think I've, so I, I, I think, so, I think I've broken um, the third commandment already. In relation to Ryan Mason, who, who, who is a sack of shit, who, who, who offered nothing when he came on today and he can't defend corners and he thinks it's OK, our record over co- corners this season has been acceptable given that we've, we conceded one from a corner today and we conceded two from corners against West Ham and Dortmund, both of which were games we played in. Uh, mini rant over. Go on, sorry. Uh, so, Greg, okay. if you break one of these commandments, how many hail potches do you have to say? Loads. <laughs> Loads. All right, Jeff, get on it. Okay, number four. Thou shalt not call fans who don't go to any matches plastic or not real fans, because everybody's circumstances are different. Yep. I can't. I can't go. It's difficult for Aaron to go as well. You know. Number five. Thou must hate Arsenal. Thou must hate Arsenal and shouldst at least severely dislike Chelsea. Number six, thou must not boo our own players. Number seven, thou must give a, a player two seasons before dismissing him as not good enough for Tottenham. Because we've seen what happens. People like Lamella, people said it was rubbish first of all, and now look at him. He's, he's one of the first names on the team sheet. Yeah. Great. This would have been uh, appropriate for you, Javid, recently. Thou must think positive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Number nine, thou mayst have an opinion, but thou must appreciate that others also have a right to their own opinion. And number ten, thou must be proud of our club, our players and our manager this season. Amen. Um, Aaron, do you want to add to that? Sorry, I, I, I was just muted because I was getting a phone call on my computer. Um, sorry about that. Uh, the, you know, the, the, first, the first commandment in the Bible is, uh, thou shall have no God other than God. And I think that apl- applies for uh, Spurs as well. That's all I have to add. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, I had a few answers that I hadn't jotted down, but I'd me- made a mental note of um, a few days ago, uh, but my brain is dead at the moment. Throw that shit excuse, but um, I, 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 I can get away with that. Um, right, Carol Hayward asks, Deli Ali, hero to zero, well, not quite zero, um, comments on his behaviour. Um, I said this before, months, 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 months ago, and I said that he's got a petulant side to him, and he needs that needs to yeah. be addressed, and I cited David Beckham, ran about... 1997, a year before the 98 World Cup, and I remember Glenn Hoddle saying there was an incident in in a in a tournament that was played um, in France, a sort of pre-World Cup tournament, 12 months before Le Tournoi, and Beckham picked up a stupid yellow card, something it was something needless, and the upshot was he was suspended for for the next match, and not for the first time, Glenn Hoddle. Cited the petulant, you know, 
Beckham's petulant side, and he said, you know, one day that's going to, that, you know, he needs to address that. And lo and behold, 12 months later, he lashed out Diego Simone and he got sent off. Um, now, whilst that wasn't the first time that Beckham got sent off, and there have been incidents, I think at least a couple possibly after that, um, or certainly one that I can remember, one for playing for United and, and maybe another one for England. Um, he did he did grow up, he did mature, and he did cut out that petulant side of his game, and he was still a world, world-class player. And I think that there are... It's great that Deli Alley has got that fire and that passion, and, and all of that's important, and, and, and he's also not the sort of person that's going to get pushed around. You know, he, He's a young lad, he's playing in midfield, and it's important to assert yourself and he does that and that's all, that's all well and good and I've got no problem with that but there have been incidents this season where he's been petulant and he's got away with it um, unfortunately he didn't get away with it last week um, and it's cost us uh, only thing I'd say is in his defence he's a young man and he's going to learn so hopefully he'll learn sooner rather than later that's about it and he's got the right, he's got the right manager as well so yeah yeah I I I, I don't mind <laughs> I don't mind it, and I know that I'm in the minority, but I just don't mind it. I think I think we need this fight. I think last week was a shame, and that was a little bit the first time that I thought, oh, that's a little bit on over the edge, or maybe just on the edge for me. But I I I don't know. I I think we need that, and that's part of the transformation of the team. It's going from you know a team that people could say, oh, it's just Tottenham, to it. To a team that people are, are scared of playing, and 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 that's part of it, and th- that will go away for all of these players. But in the meanwhile, I think that's just it's the growing pains, and it's the the price that you pay for toughening up a squad. Yeah, I agree with Java completely. I mean, I think he needs the aggression, but rem- needs to remove the spite. Yeah, that's all. And as as Aaron said, he's got the he's got the right manager for it. If anybody can sort him out. Okay, final question, and then after that we've got um, a little bit of fun to finish off with. Um, Nick Seal asks, we seem to run out of ideas when teams come to sit deep. What can be done so this doesn't become a blueprint for teams to play us? Now, so at the West Brom game last week, um, there were periods of time where I felt that... um, we our build-up play was a little bit slow, and particularly, say, we had a counter-attack and we had an opportunity, but then we managed to slow it down, pass it sideways, and that allowed them to regroup and get men behind the ball. Um, and at the time, I thought this is still happening, but I thought, well, we're second in the table, we're we've scored as many goals as we've scored this season, had as many shots as we've had so am I being harsh I thought to myself and I think I think it used to be a problem certainly under AVB I think to a lesser degree under Poch but I think it was early on and I think it's obviously a lot better this season and and the results speak for themselves and the the goals and the stats and so forth but I still think there are times and maybe I'm being hypercritical but I I still think there are times um, particularly against your likes of your West Broms and some of these teams that come to White Hart Lane to basically sit back and defend and frustrate, um, less so teams that come and attack us, um, where we don't move the ball as quickly as we should. It's, 
as I said, it's got a lot better, but I still think we can we can work on that aspect a bit more. But that's just my opinion. I don't know if it needs if we need that creative spark. Another player. We were talking earlier about strengthening the squad, but do we need the moment we've got Deli Ali, Eriksson, and Lamella, who seem to be the, the the regular three that play behind Kane? But if we're going to compete in the Champions League. So with us competing in the Champions League next season, do we need another player to come in that's of a better quality than those three, that can just see that pass, just thread that ball, and and open up defences? Or am I being very critical? I, I sort of think you're. I think you're right, and you're being critical. I think we've 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 done pretty well against teams that have come to frustrate, and the, to me, the biggest problem. Is less un- about unlocking um, a team like that. I mean, we, I think we've seen we've seen a lot of games uh, in which we've we've managed to figure out how to un- unlock that. And even, to, even today, we, um, Chelsea were completely looking to frustrate in the first half, and and we unlocked them, them twice. Biggest problem for me is actually. Uh, shifting the mentality once we've unlocked them and the team that's been sitting back for 45 minutes or 55 minutes or 70 minutes suddenly comes out to play we often then get caught or we have got many times gotten caught those are the times that we've seemed to have dropped um, points this season is is when teams have frustrated 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 we've gone ahead and then then they come out to play um, and that, that that seems to be to be a, a tactical shift that needs to happen I think that the the second striker might make a difference as well because, I mean, apart from having an alternative to, to Harry if he gets injured or he gets tired or whatever, Poch has already said earlier in the season that when he gets another striker, he said there probably will be games when I use them both on the pitch at the same time and that's going to that's gonna t- change our dynamic as well. Now, hopefully, any teams that have got a bit used to us now, we can unsettle them again by... Bringing on the second striker. Yeah, I think one of the big differences this season, though, compared to previous seasons, where well, last season, for example, early on in the Pochettino, Pochettino's t- uh, tenure, um, has been Musa Dembele. Um, in the past, I, you know, I've always been critical of, of Musa um, and frustrated by him. But this season, as, as we all know, he's, he's been a rev- revelation. But one of the differences about this season is the fact that when he gets the ball, he doesn't slow it down. He's always looking yeah. to get the ball yeah. forward. There's less of a sideways pass here. So, and a lot of our attacks start off with start off with, with, with Musa. So I, th- I think a lot of it is down to him. Um, and... You know, we've we've improved on last last season. Can it be better for next season? Of course it can. Um, teams are gonna, as you said earlier, Aaron. Teams are gonna look at us and they're gonna think, shit, this is Tottenham. <laughs> they play a certain way. They're a good team, and it's not going to be easy coming to White Hart Lane. Um, and they're gonna come and they're gonna have a game plan and they're gonna frustrate. And it might be even more difficult next season to break teams down. Because they give, give us that bit more respect, but we've we've just got to respond and like and and try to try to break them down. And I'm sure that 
as we continue to progress under Maurizio, that that, that will 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 improve on that on that just as just as we've improved on every aspect other aspect of our game this season. Mm-hmm. Okay, final question. It's not really a question, but um, there's been talk over the last um, few weeks, few months. Um, we've heard endlessly about the Leicester fairy tale and so forth. But fortunately, it's no longer a fairy tale. It's happened. So hopefully, we won't have to hear about that anymore. Um, and I'm sure we'll hear lots of fawning and and uh, sick of fancy levels reach new heights over the course of this week. Um, I, for one, won't be watching any news or reading any newspapers um, because I'm physically sick at reading some of the crap that, that, that's, that's come out. But, but one of the things that had been muted um, recently was a, a Leicester City movie. Um, it just got me thinking, yeah. if there was a Tottenham movie, if you were directing a Tottenham movie, who would you have played the role of, say, Mauricio, Levy, Kane... Musa et al. So um, we've had a few. I'll come to, to you guys in a minute. We had we had a few responses from listeners. So Sam Moore said Mike Myers as Doctor Evil playing Le- Levy. Um, Mark Burson said Johnny Depp would be a shoe in for Poch- for Maurizio Pochettino. I was sort of thinking this along the same lines. Um, Sam Moore again. Dwayne Johnson to play the Moose. Emma Donovan Luke. Clintank to play Super Yan. Um, another one from Mark Burson. Owen Wilson to play as Ericsson. Um, David James Brooks. Penelope Cruz as Lamella. Um, I think I think he's more of a Winona writer, <laughs> personally. But I, I would go with um, Rob Wills. Tom Hiddleston as Harry Kane. David James Brooks as Ben Affleck as Ben Davis. Chris Tucker as Danny Rose, Matt Damon as Eric Dyer. Um, uh, Michael O'Connell, James McAvoy would play Ryan Mason. Uh, another one for Mark Burton. Arnie as Big Kevin Vimmer. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Um, <laughs> Michael O'Connell, Rayleigh Ritchie would be Deli Alley. Um, I've said Telly, the late Telly Savalas as Levy. Um, That's a nice one. Uh, what else have we got? Michael Connell, Chris Rock as Danny Rose, uh, Mark Burton, Jamie Foxx as, as Carl Walker, um, Eddie Elsley, Sasha Baron Cohen or Borat as Chadley. Um, <laughs> what else have we got? Um, this isn't going to work, but visually... Um, I've said, how about Levy as DiCaprio and Leonardo DiCaprio and Mauricio played by the lovely Kate Winslet. And then you've got the picture of them um, with um, DiCaprio holding um, Kate Winslet on on the ship. Um, Merrick Wells, he says he'd go all escape to victory and get them to play themselves with Bruce Willis tucked in as Brad Friedel. Uh, final couple I've got Ali Hassan is Mr. Magai sorry Ali Hassan Ali Hassan Mr. Magai as Pochettino Virgil from Thunderbirds Mr. Miyagi Mr. Miyagi from the Karate Kit um, Virgil from Thunderbirds 2 as Vertonghen um, what else you got Will Smith 
Muhammad, playing Muhammad Ali as Deli Ali. Um, Selena Gomez as Lamella. Um, Louis Ferringo as Eric Dyer. And then final one, Jean-Luc Sacchetti, Steven Seagal as Maurizio Pochettino. Um, care to add to that list? Yeah, I would, I would, I would have um, Hodor from Game of Thrones as Eric Dyer. I feel like he sort of embodies the, the kind of thug-like character that, that, our, that our enforcer has. And then uh, I had Steve McQueen as, as Jan Vertonghen, yeah. the classic kind of like, you know, Great Escape era Steve McQueen. Can't you just see him sort of pretending to do the super Jan move? Um, and then uh, Christian Eriksen is a tough one, but I eventually settled on Zelda from Legend of Zelda, that kind of little... Elfin character, I think, would would um, be a perfect little animated Ericsson for our, for our movie. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's f- funny. Just, just remembered one of our listeners, Annette Smith. Um, she said that she thinks that that Ericsson looks a bit like a lemming. You know, from the, from the from the cartoon. Um, for, 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 sorry, for, for, from the computer game uh, Lemmings. Um, I, yeah. I can't see that myself, but I guess it's about. He's got about kind of like a. Like a he's got like a stuffed animal. You know, uh, glow about him. Um, Greg. Um, well, some 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 people remember this guy. Some won't. The Hood from Thunderbird. Thunderbirds. Do you remember Thunderbirds? Anybody? Yeah. No. Well, in the original series, that like the baddie was was called the Hood, and he was a bald guy. So he was Daniel Levy. Kane, I thought maybe Ryan Reynolds. Dyer, sure. independent, independently of what DJ said, I, I, I thought of Matt Damon as well. I think Matt, Matt Damon is a shoo-in, really. Um, thank you, thank you, chaps. It, it's a shame that um, we couldn't be doing this podcast after a after a Tottenham victory. Um, uh, but there you go, such is life. Um, thank you, thank you, Aaron. Thanks. Thank you, Greg. Yeah, you're welcome, mate. Um, and on that note, the future's bright, the future's lily white. Good night. in the dirt. Now gather around and sing it out and we'll talk out all 